Hey, welcome to episode 78 of DSE Podcast. Hey, this is going to be a long podcast, but we we had to get it out. We had to get it out, y'all. Hey, do me a favor. Check the time hacks right before you get into this. We got a little bit of life discussion, some Kanye, some Lil Wayne. We also got some sports, Eagles, Raiders, Cam Newton, Tua, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Lamar Jackson, how he how he turned out. We also got some albums, Busta Rhymes, Common. Y'all check it out. Check out the time hacks, get right to it. But like I said, it's going to be a long one, but we couldn't help ourselves. We love this podcasting thing, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. It's your boy Cash, and to the right of me. Mr. Prez, we in the building, people. Episode 78, but it's, it's feeling like we in the 90s with all the bonus material, Prez. I, it definitely feels that way. I know we got to be hitting close to 100. Got you, got you, man. But I, yo, I just checked it out the other day. I was looking on YouTube and, you know, going through that, the grind of editing and stuff like that. And I just noticed like, damn, we got 50 videos. Um, I know the lion's share of them are this year. Uh, so we setting out to do a lot of the things we, we decided to do when we started this year. We get more of our faces and stuff like that out there. So yeah, yeah. Took advantage of the COVID quarantine time. I know we had a bunch of quarantine videos. Yeah, man. I'm had the time I beat you in that uh that battle. Oh, the man. Instagram battle with the one that everybody said that you had lost. That one. Uh, do you still have a video? Is that the one? Do you still have a video? Oh uh, no, nah, I don't have a video, okay, but I, I do one. <laughs> I do have the video of that race, though. I kept that. Kept that, man. So as we were saying, what do we have on the docket for the day? All right, man. Well, we got a, you know, little voting action. Did you vote? You know what I'm saying? A little, mm-hmm. little, some words, wisdom while you're standing at the polls and stuff like that, listening to the podcast just to get you through because we know the line's going to be long. Most of you who waited to the last minute. Uh, we also got some uh, Kanye West reaction to his Joe Rogan interview. We giving them the platform again, huh? Again, again, you know, he's of the culture, man. So, you know, we got to discuss what's going on in the hip hop culture, you know, and things people we grew up on. We also have a uh, little Wayne, the backlash of supporting Trump, how we feel about that. Um, in sports, of course, we got Raiders salt, Eagles salt. We both ended up with W's. You know, that's a rarity around here, you know, so I'm going to take it, especially on my <laughs> end. I ain't, you know, I can't throw no digs at nobody that's four and three that's above 500. So uh, it is what it is on that. Uh, we're going to touch on uh, some key games, specifically the uh, Ravens versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, uh, in music, we got the uh, BT Hip Hop Awards, Busta Rhymes, The Legend, dropped the new album, Extinction Level, and, uh, Extinction Level Event. So many words. Part two. two. Right. Right. Yeah. Common dropped the Beautiful Revolution Project, part one. And then... Uh, we got we got some some special on on the list for you this yeah, week. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some special music on some here. special music what, what? on here. Some country music uh, that uh, Prez has recently gotten into. So he's diversifying his his palette, his his uh, his array of uh, music that he likes to listen to. And then I also got some stuff with the BET Hip Hop Awards, like a few uh, freestyles of cats that I wasn't familiar with that. They just got me off of freestyle, and I'm like, let me check out their project. So I'm going to mention some of those uh, guys and guys to you that I, I took notice to on the BET Hip Hop Awards. But other than that, man, I'm we could start anywhere, man. Sports, life, Let's go and get music. your boy out the way, the, the crazy one. Wayne or Kanye? I mean, which Either one? one? Either one. Man. All right, man, let's, uh, let's, let's start off. Well, first, let's start with the vote. 
the voting thing. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so uh, I know about two months ago, you already was on my head about voting. You already sent yours in, so. Yeah, I voted a while ago, man. Went on ahead and and, and sent that in. Uh, I applied as soon as we can apply to get my ballot early. And I think I did around September time frame. Went on ahead and hit it up. So, uh Remember, people, it's not just voting for the president. A lot of this stuff has uh, stuff that's going to hit up for your local government, your senators, all this stuff. So uh, make sure you're paying attention to all that stuff and taking care of your own community as well as the bigger the bigger picture. Of course, uh, that that's what makes this one so much bigger is the presidential stuff that's on there. So uh, take your time. Get your people out there. Uh, no, try to try to adhere to all the measures that that they putting out there for it. You may want to carry your own pen, pencil, whatever they're gonna, whatever you do your marking with on there. Uh, keep your mask on. Uh, I know they're gonna be working real hard at it and uh, uh, at trying to make sure it's as safe as possible. But the little stuff that you can do to help make it even safer, uh, go ahead and hit that up. And then probably look into actually doing a mail away ballot next time. Uh, I mean, just make stuff easy. Like I said, I did it like a month ago. Yeah, and, and also, you know, be be aware of the trickery and the, the misguiding and things like that of your vote. When they say you don't have certain things available to you, uh, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff on our stories. I got like snapshots of everybody that has kind of like posted some wise words of what your rights are and what can't, how you can and cannot be turned away. Uh, so I'm going to be posting those things. I've taken a whole lot of snapshots. I was just planning on delivering all that to everybody on our Instagram, on our Twitter, and just kind of firing off that data just so that you have your rights right in your pocket, you know, because that that kind of thing is is going around, unfortunately. Yeah, and just want to put it out there, like, hey, your vote, don't ever let nobody tell you your vote don't matter. It's a small little portion. This state is this way. This is how it's always going to be. Remember, it. it's the local stuff that's on there, too, that you can damn sure make an effect on. Uh, so make sure you're voting on that. And then if your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't do so much stuff to actually try to hide it from you, keep take it away from you, rezone and all this other stuff. So uh, they, it, it means something. And we else they wouldn't be fighting down to the last minute to get it. Yeah, and we quite frankly, personally, you know, we don't care who you vote for as long as you do some vote educate educated wise and you you make a sound decision that you could live with i don't give a shit who you vote for quite frankly uh, i know who i voted for and that's my you know prerogative to yeah, keep sure. to myself yeah. i don't really entertain that just like i don't entertain people's religious faith and things of that nature like it is what it is with that you know all i hope for is that you you know you vote with clear conscience and sound body and go on down the line and <laughs> as well you know what i mean hopefully you've already done your homework at this point um if not then you know not shame on you but you know there's going to be plenty more elections coming up in two years going to be plenty more elections coming up like frank said or Prez said in your local community that you can gear up and, and get active and educated on so hopefully you guys continue to do that it doesn't stop here in terms of things that you want to change it starts with you being active in your community and that's just one small thing you don't have to bite off a lion's share of things to do like start with one thing start with reaching one person start with reaching one kid that's 
you know, at a local school. So with a big brother program, I mean, I, I was a product of a big brother program um, and I went to Catholic school for four years, got really good grades, got into any college that I wanted to. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, I didn't go straight to college out of high school, but I did go to the military and I had great grades and a great educational background as a result. So at a portion of that time, I mean, I, I got stories, I got stories. We, we'll hold them off. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I know what he's going to say, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was the difference between being dumb and and, and, and young, hey, hey, the, the the uneducated portion, the things we do, right? Yeah, right. And then, uh, but like you was hitting on the key part on that. Just remember, like uh, all the the protests and stuff have been going on. People have been a part of that. Don't let it stop right there. Uh, we and now we get like people hearing us out and stuff like this. You still got to be a part. You you realize how much you are a part of that community and how you can enact change. You got to stand up and give back some some type of way, uh, whatever that is for you. That's like just helping somebody write a letter, uh, drive them somewhere. Just 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 start doing stuff in your community to actually help out build up your community. Uh, that's 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 a portion that I think we've kind of been lacking in our communities. Like we don't we don't do enough to give back. Uh, I mean, everybody like we always have those couple of people like, oh, yeah, he's he's this person for the community. He's this. But uh, the everyday person it's, it's so much stuff that we can do to actually like help out our community. If that's just cleaning up, picking up some paper, whatever you're doing, do something to better, better your community. Yeah. And then also, man, like no matter who is the president of the United States come Tuesday evening, please don't go out and ruin the communities you live in. Please don't go and be a statistic as far as being taken away from your family as a result of an election. Um, turn it up even more, in my opinion, as far as what you want and the rights that you want. And ultimately, even if it's not the person that you want, you're still going to have to work with people that you don't like. That's in your personal job and that's in, in the government. So you're gonna we're going to have to figure out creative ways to work together, even though it's going to seem like the odds are stacked against us. That's, that's an easier task said than done. I know, but we got to continue to push and, and not really put our all into these presidential candidates. Yeah, speaking of president, all three of them, presidential candidate, uh, odds stack against you, and finding unique ways. Uh, let's talk about old Kanye West, the third member of this. Well, the write-in member. Yeah, the write-in member. Uh, that is a candidate. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, that is a candidate. <laughs> so yeah, that, that excellent uh, segue into the Kanye West, uh, Joe Rogan interview. So about last week, I think it was like Wednesday. Kanye, uh, you know, interviewed with Joe Rogan. If you've been under a rock and you you didn't listen to it or watch the three-hour interview. I don't blame you. That's a long interview to watch. However, we are here to sum it up in a few points. And then also, uh, you know, I got a little bit out of it, whether it's negative, positive. I got a little bit out of it to where I have a, a little bit more of an understanding, but I'm even more confused, Prez. But uh, <laughs> that is Kanye. That is Kanye. It was a great interview by Joe Rogan, The Spin Cycle, that had kind uh, you know what, Perez, you take it away, man. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we watched this, we watched the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, watched it on YouTube. And uh, I was just like, man, I hit cash up. I was like, man, why did you tell me to watch this? Like I'm an hour and a half in. And this dude, three hour rant, basically, what it, what it turned out to be. Yeah. <laughs> 
found out Ye watch a lot of movies and TV. If he didn't reference Star Wars about every TV show, every pop culture, like not just like reference, like he had like lines and stuff that he was referencing from you you know this dude sit around and watch all those movies. He really care about them. I'm like, how in the world he have all this time? This dude must not ever sleep I'm watching all these TVs and I'm like, is this what you basing all your beliefs and stuff on? Because he kept referencing them at key little portion and using that for his ideological, uh, ideological. Uh, 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 that's it, right? You got it. You got it. You ideological got it. way of thinking. That's yep. what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know, like a few things I got out of it, just kind of as you were talking about it, is like the dude seemed like. Like the the amount of, I won't say hate, but the amount of disdain, the amount of criticism that he receives all the time for his his views and things that he feels. I feel like, yo, he genuinely like after watching this interview, there's no he got me fooled into if he's not if he doesn't feel the same way that he's speaking and all the different tangents of where his mind goes. At all times, I kind of can identify with it because my wife always tells me to wrap it up, B, when I'm kind of talking because I always go all over the place. So I have a tendency to over explain. But this was like on another level. So I can kind of understand that. But I feel like he's genuine and he would be fooling me if he wasn't genuine. It's just that the thoughts that he says, they only truly make sense to him. And if you're having a long conversation with him. I could throw you for Man, a total mind. He, he was, he was, he'll start here, end somewhere over here, but then he he was conscious enough to like loop bring it back, it back around, bring, bring it, it back, back around. But I mean, that was like after ten minutes of going off on a tangent. But like, you gotta applaud, <laughs> you gotta applaud Joe Rogan for staying the course. He asked about that medication question about three times yeah. on about why would he let people medicate him to kind of prevent Kanye's genius. Uh, love him, hate him. The reason why he's successful as he is is because of the way he goes about things. Regardless of whether you or I agree with how he goes about those things, he's successful at it because he goes about it that way. We are all built different. So that's kind of what Joe Rogan was kind of telling him the entire time was yeah. like, hey, man, you, you're a smart guy. You may be all over the place, but why would you let them medicate you and kind of dim your light up? Of yeah, he was saying there's so many other ways. Uh, I think he exercise told him, exercise using a more holistic uh, approach to 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 trying to fix this problem because Kanye was talking about some of the medicine they put him on. That's when you got fat, yeah, and everything made him gain weight and all this stuff. Uh, but the it was a crazy, crazy uh, rants that he was going on. In my opinion, I ain't saying like. <laughs> Shouldn't use crazy as well. But he's crazy brilliant. That's what it sounds like. He was crazy brilliant uh, for all that three hours that you did. You did get some some good nuggets up in there. As long as you stayed the course and actually listened at the whole thing. Uh, but Kanye loves to hear himself talk. Obviously, he said that several times up in there. Uh, he I, One of the key things I got out of him that was good was what we talked about with like cube and everything like you yeah. got to surround yourself with the experts now he said he surrounded himself with the experts he yells at him from time to time he get kind of frustrated because he's a high energy like high level like everybody can't match your level yeah. of uh production or thinking or yeah but yeah. 
he always empowers them and puts them on that pedestal uh, so so they can go out and continue doing the work. Like he, he elevates them and allows them to go out and do his thing. I think one of the key things he talked about on there was like his uh, his clothing line that he did, he created, Dunda. And then the, the designers that came out of that uh, and where they're leading that in the industry and stuff now. And then you also heard it again about his deals with uh, Adidas and uh gap uh you know yeah, the stock stock uh the stock for gap went up just for the mere yeah. fact that he was working with them but i wanted to kind of go back to your point you said something that sparked uh something in me I, what did you just say it was something in regards to the boardroom and and things okay yeah now i got it so he was kind of saying like he would fall asleep in certain board meetings if it didn't excite him and things like that but he but it, more to your point he wants people that around him that invigorate him that makes him excited for the yeah. product makes him excited for to work on it from ground level up and what i got from that is he has a lot of ideas, a lot of money to start these ideas and to build on these ideas. But I feel like a lot of them are going to crash and burn because he doesn't have the passion behind all of them. Yeah. But if you are the person that's working with Kanye West, if you are a genius at whatever you do as well and you're able to sell him on it, you might be very successful in whatever you're pitching to him because he's going to be more apt to, to to latch on to it. But the things that he doesn't, and unfortunately, it's a lot of things that he talks about that are important that he doesn't latch on to, doesn't yeah. get all the facts for. So that's where he kind of falls by the wayside where people are like, ah, you know, come on, Kanye. He has brilliant ideas like the, rec the recording contracts. But on the flip side, what are you what are you gonna do to follow through on this? You know what I mean? Well, he's gonna purchase purchase Universal, even though he said he's 30, five billion and it's 33 billion. 33 billion. billion. Like I had to, I wanna check you, those. You kind of short on your money there. Like <laughs> to say you just gonna you it's gonna take a little while. I like your vision yeah, where yeah. you're going and stuff, but like, are you thinking that they not gonna increase as well? Like they're gonna get stacked. Or they just I, gonna sell for whatever they're worth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like maybe you take a, a portion of it, like hey, talk try to take a joiner. Donor and then like go do that. I I don't know, uh, but I, I I did figure out something like uh, you you ever watch that show Shark Tank? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I would love to see him either behind the desk or actually pitching ideas just on the show, like because <laughs> he, he just throws out ideas and somebody may like one of those smart guys. That's a good idea. Okay, okay. But he's that type of guy that you want in the room because he just throws out ideas left and right. He ain't gonna stay on it. Uh, his his brain just goes to other different stuff. Uh, but he will if you think it's a good idea, let you do it and power you and push you along your way. But I don't see him ever finishing projects. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't see him ever finishing projects. He, he wanted them. Uh, what are they called? in like when when you're talking about. Um, the different teams and stuff like that. What what would he be called on the teams? Like we talk about this all the time in all uh, our different leadership but he's courses. The, uh, the, the artistic portion, he, that the, throw, the starter. Throw. He's you got to yeah. find that person out there that's a starter, the sparker of ideas. Yeah, he's he's that person that you want. Like, hey guys, let's do it. He'll be motivated, get everybody rally behind him, like he does. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, what was the Sundays call that he had? 
Sunday service? Sunday service. He'll get people behind them, put money behind them, flew that choir all over the, the map, yeah. doing different Sunday services, introduce that choir to a whole new, you know, whole other so, outlets and stuff. Now that you're talking about this Sunday service, it was a portion up now. Yeah, he was talking about building a cult, right? Now, <laughs> when you... <laughs> I'm not saying cult. You told me when you told me this early, I was like, look, man, I don't want to label a cult. But what I'm saying is like he's gonna get a monastery and he wants the food to be grown there. You live there, you work there, you go to this big stadium, everybody's in unison, and then he sends those people out to get more people. He's building a cult, right? Your words. That, 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 not sound, mine. that sounds like a cult. I hope that's not what he's doing, but I'm saying like way he was describing it, you need to go back and clarify some things because uh, I was like, hey, you building a coat? You you definitely building a coat. <laughs> piggy, piggybacking off that topic, though. <laughs> I'll still clear the coat thing. Everything is centered around God with him. Like throughout oh, yeah. that three hour interview. Um, so I know and I've been hearing, um, you know, in recent interviews, I watched the Dave Letterman one with Kim K. Did you watch it? No. You probably wouldn't, but I did. Um, it was on. My wife was watching it, and it actually was a pretty damn good interview with David Letterman. He had Dave Chappelle, too. I meant to tell you that, but, you know, you read books all the time and say you don't watch TV, so you you ain't my watching TV partner no more. No. But uh, he, he interviewed Dave Chappelle, and that shit was good, too. Okay. Um, the, you know where David Letterman sits down with everybody one-on-one now. Yeah, yeah on Netflix three, and on Netflix. But, yeah, yeah, actually a pretty good one. Uh, Kim okay. K and, and her interviews and other things I've heard on, like, they've been – on this spiritual journey a lot more um, in the last couple of years. And I'm seeming to think that this is a real thing, but he's always talked about it. Come on. This is Jesus. I, I, walks. I, I this get, is Jesus. Yeah, walks. Guy. I, he always talks about it. He seems sincere, but at the same time, I think just like, you remember when you used to watch Showtime at the Apollo and everything, the person come out there and they seem like the, uh, the gospel music song. Yeah. You gonna let them finish saying whatever they're going to say. You're going to boom. It's, them off it's, right church, it's church. You yeah, can't, yeah. you can't <laughs> blow off God. And that's why I, I felt like he knew the direction, how everybody was feeling about him. And then he just like, yeah, 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 I'm doing church music. And then he was like, ah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm trying to write this down. So I don't forget because you know, my brain moves a million miles a minute. Slavery was a choice. Like how he black backslided on that. Man, I think uh, Joe actually helped him out on the backslide about that because he was still ranting on, but then he came and threw out, well, I was saying they tell you about Harriet Tubman, but they don't don't tell you about uh, Nat Turner or what. And, and, and I was he was trying to evaluate that one who actually stood up and said, I ain't going to take this versus the one who just hiding and carry somewhere else. But I was like, well, why did you say that the first time? So that makes me think that you actually went out there and you learned about this other portion later on, and now you're using that to cover your tracks. Could I would have liked the clear apology? I would have liked the clear apology for that. I, I, that I could viewpoint. be wrong on where, where you're coming from. You just may have been rambling and didn't. But but that's how it comes across. You, you're now mentioning this year. You're so two, two, two years. years, two years later, and you're giving us the other portion. It just sounds like nah, somebody directed you. After this point, and smart. 
Yeah. <laughs> Smart that they directed you, but the spin cycle was like, ah, damn, I wish you would have kind of came clean and said, yo, I was wrong for that. What I what I was trying to correlate was, and that's exactly what he said, was the recording contracts and how we're slaves because we essentially signed slave deals to get out of poverty. Um, you know, but the funny thing about it is now that he's able to do his thing, now he wants to talk about it, but I get it. But again, you know, Kanye, you was once that 18, 19 year old trying to break into music and didn't have all the money in the world. And you took whatever opportunity was presented to you, even when it was terrible deals, you just was one of part of the 1% that worked your way out of it because your talent yeah. was uh, afforded you that opportunity. A lot of people aren't afforded the opportunity to work their way out of their first shitty recording contract, which yeah. pretty much everybody is. But the sentiments the erratic tweets about it, showing his contract, that's a start. Does he have the ability to do it? That goes back to the point of organizing. That goes back to the point of stringing together a consistency in his approach with it. Can he do that? Can I speak on that portion? Go ahead. Because it is it is points in this interview where he sits there and he gets his thoughts together. And they're on key points that it seems like that... His wife <laughs> that said, hey, bro, you ain't going to be saying out there saying this crazy stuff no more. Like when they're talking about their family and then uh, when it came to anything that he was actually talking about, when when Joe questioned him about the presidential stuff, like what would he do? He would get real quiet and he'd think on it before he said anything, whereas everything else up in this interview was just like, man, he just spewed out whatever. But when it came back to talking about like when he was on the stage crying in South Carolina for the presidential thing, talking about the the baby, him and Kim. Mm. Uh, 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 so he, he, he asked, nope, I'm not going to put nothing bad out there for my family. I'm correct this. And he calm, gathered his thoughts and then presented his uh, his his uh, thoughts out there. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> you probably, I don't know if you agree with me or not on this, but even though this is a three hour long conversation, I think he should carefully pick who he speaks to from here on out. Um, remind me to come back to the Oprah thing. I know you remember when he talked about yeah. Oprah in this. Uh, he probably should speak to people that he trusts more, not, uh, but gr- good interviewers, the Oprahs, the the Joe Rogans. I'm I'm not putting them in the same boat, but I'm just saying that they they're really good. The Dave 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 Letterman that he did, like I'm just saying he did well on it. Even though he's erratic, even though he talks in circles, I'd rather have that than them erroneous erratic no. tweets. I want that. Why? Wow. So you I can need not that. know what the hell he's answer <laughs> I need that. I need that every <laughs> once in a while. Just, just, just like. Uh, so you like him being off. You like him being off. Just admit it. You like it. You like. You like it. It's entertaining. We, we like come at that. It's, 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 sometimes you get frustrated with people. I get it, and I can see it. Right. It's, it's, so, it's hilarious. All right, but moving on. So the the Oprah <laughs> point that he made up was like Oprah was like, "Hey man, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on foreign policy? You want to run for president? What's your thoughts on that?" And he immediately was. Out to lunch on that yeah. one. Also, Joe Rogan asked him the same question in that same vein. Totally spun Joe Rogan back to wherever he wanted to be, which is genius in itself. When you want to answer something, he was excellent at, at doing it. At redirecting. Even though it was a, some BS, but, but you, Joe's, you're Joe's, capable of doing it, so you don't always have to... 
say whatever you need to say. But he allowed him out of it. Yeah, no, no, but he he kept him on topic about it. He kept coming back to that one, and I think uh, that's when he eventually just said, like, you know, I will listen to my advisors, and I'm gonna like once they present the information, I can make a decision. But then how he said he make his decision is just all just like, oh, I gotta fill it out. I'm like, hold up, I don't know if I want a guy that just ain't. <laughs> Yeah, this and, is how I feel. And then, uh, you know, especially uh, last but not least, man, my one last takeaway was the pro-life thing. And it kind of goes back to his relationship with God and his feelings and that and things of that nature. If you want to be president, you may have to leave God out of this a little bit. You know what I mean? Because some of the things he said, while I get it and I understand it from his point of view. Yeah. If you want to be president or you want to have these, these real, very real views on things, you kind of got to check that at the door. Yeah. And I mean, everybody has their own beliefs, but I'm just... And that's the thing about it. Uh, it's, it's America. Everybody do have their own beliefs and stuff like this. And you got to be open to help those people as well as you're willing to help uh, your your agenda, stuff like this. So Yeah, and I gotta, don't know it's, about... It's a nice little fine little mix. I don't know about all these other ones. Huh? Don't ask me. Yeah. I ain't the one running for president. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, nevertheless, it's a three-hour long interview. Uh, if you can get to it, get to it. Uh, if you can read up on it, read some takeaways from it, do it. Uh, but... But, you know, I think if you really want to know about it, we just told you everything. Just yeah, rewind, yeah. It, rewind it, go get the, the specifics. You know what I mean? And if, if it's something that interests you, definitely check it out. Um, dope artist, uh, you know, fan of his work. But, you know, it's always, always cool when he has a, a decent interview to where you can get something from it. And he know? already said he's going to run again in 2024 and he's going to be more in line. He had COVID this time. That's why he blamed on he wasn't on all the ballots, but he's going to be back on it in 2024. Didn't even know he had COVID, so he casually came out with that yeah. one. So, um, but yeah, man. Uh, but that's, that's 2024, President. We had Lil Wayne out here with the current sitting president, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he fully endorsed 45, man. Um, a lot of backlash, a lot of backlash. I know you, As this is should. one of your favorite, this is one of your favorite guys to this day. I mean, the mix. So message, I'm going to let you have it, man. I'm going to let you message, have it. This is all this I'm saying. It's like you, you got to be consistent with your message here. You said you don't care about like how the protesting and all this stuff and about people because uh, you've been out of that part of the, the the equation for so long and we need to take inner looks at ourselves. I think that I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure these are what he actually like came out and said. Uh, well, I know it is. I, I read it. And then, uh, but then you go do this. Not all of a sudden you care. And then you putting it out there is it's you you can't get mad at the people for going a different way because like just four months ago you were saying you're not part of this and you ain't got no political agenda, and then you tell us you want to support a political agenda, huh? <laughs> and we supposed to follow you like how how is that? Yeah, again, sounds, just... it sounds like you run it only for your agenda. Yeah, and it's only it's only with these guys, man. It's only about them. Uh, and I think uh, kind of going off script, but Fifty Cent and uh, Chelsea Han Handler, his ex girlfriend, um, comedian, and stuff like that. She kind of misspoke a little bit with kind of telling black people what to do as far as I forgot exactly what she said about Fifty. Um, but anyway, let me let me get off that, disregard that. But back to what she was saying about Fifty, about saying he voting for Trump. 
about the uh, taxes spike. I think it was like 63% or something like that in his tax bracket. Um, he just kind of said it on Twitter or whatever, Instagram, one of his social media handles saying he's voting for Trump. And the reason being was the money thing. I don't know what Wayne's reasoning was, but she's made an excellent point is that, yo, man, people, whether you believe it or not, that you're a heavy influence to society, you know, and the things that you say may sway people either way. So you got to be very cautious of what you say because it can carry a lot of weight. Yeah. And then, you know, at the, uh, on the other um, end of the spectrum, that even if Wayne or 50 say they felt that way truly and really, like, there's loopholes in every type of tax plan that every president c- comes with. Y'all are rich enough to find the right tax code, the right tax guys to figure out a loophole like rich folks have been doing for ages. And it's just trickling down to us to figure some of these things out. So figure it out. Like you don't got to do it. Just You don't got to do that. I, I told you this. I, I go ahead and say it over here. It's just like, it's just funny. All this came out right after uh, the last debate and debate hit talking about, hey, yeah, we're raising the taxes on the rich to X and X percent. And then now uh, everybody who's in those brackets is like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, some of them was joking. I'm not like if you follow 50 on social media, you know, He's a troll and he not to really take him super No, seriously. I'm saying now these people who wasn't taking a stance are taking stances. That's what I said. It's just like, well, okay, the presidential debate was working for you. Obviously, you was paying attention now and you're you're choosing him, but let everybody else have their choice on 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 their own. <laughs> you know what I mean? You made yours. Like I get that you go, but now that you are heavily recruiting, but I will say this. Uh I am happy about one thing. That we getting new blood that they're at least saying is, or they're considering as role models or the, the mentors for black people. It's not Al Sharpton. It's not Re- uh, Reverend <laughs> Jesse Jackson no more. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Wayne and Cube. So we got somebody new on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, then you got the positive side. You got Diddy that, you know, is trying to start his own uh, black political party and things like that. So it's both sides of the spectrum uh, coming on out here. Uh, I'm glad that more information has come out about Ice Cube and more people have been debunking. He's a Trump supporter. Whether you care about that or not, nah, he was just going to, in my opinion, like we said, the last part, like he's probably, or the prior part, he's just going to try to figure some shit out. And at least he got something done. His bad was that, of course, he doesn't speak for all people. And then he didn't include a lot of different people, LGBTQ. He didn't include women. He didn't include a lot of different intelligent minds. And, but... You know, sometimes just like we say all the time, like even with starting stuff with our friends and stuff like that, it is very difficult to get, regardless of your race, five people on the same sheet of music with a project. (laughs) You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to go full steam ahead. And if you run into a brick wall or you run into some adversity, you got to be willing to take whatever comes from it. And I think Q has been doing so. And I did read the black contract, the contract with uh, Black Black America. America. I also read the platinum plan and got myself a little bit more up to speed. And, you know, shout out to our homie, uh, Sean, who sent it in a group chat, which it was easily digestible Mm -hmm. and um, had some good things in there. I have my opinions on it, Um, but, you know, I won't kind of get into it here for lack of time. But 
you know, just just educate yourself, man. That's all I can say. And don't be quick to judge. I'm not judging little Wayne. He can support who he wants to support. Like I said earlier, I just find it, you know, kind of funny um, with the uh, not inaccuracies, but the the, the flip flopping of yeah, like, you, you not did, really you caring care. about it. You, um, you know, police brutality. And I'm paraphrasing didn't really affect you. So like you didn't really have a a dog a, in a fight, a dog in a fight with that. But. You know, it's just like now. Now yeah, you're taking yeah, now man. you're taking a leader role, and you're saying, "Yeah, I did this." Like, and just want y'all to know, this is good. Like, huh? Yeah. How you giving advice now? You can't. You can't. You can't jump in like that. You can't. Yeah, you can't have empathy <laughs> for what's going on in society because you haven't gone through it as a black man. Like, it probably hasn't happened to you. There's a lot of things that haven't happened to other black people that, um. Or that have happened to other black people. But for me, I'm good to go. You know what I'm saying? I've had certain things happen on the the easy side of the street. But there's people who've been through even worse shit. But I have empathy for what they go through. I'm not going to ever see some of the things that, that, that happened between these two candidates. And again... We're both candidates. We're getting into the weeds here. But they both have done things that I'm not too fond of. But... You know, I guess at a certain point, Wayne feels like he has to trust somebody. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it's probably yeah. the one that's not giving him, not, not going to raise his taxes. <laughs> yeah, 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 hopefully. I mean, but, you know, you couldn't even get your taxes straight with baby, but that's neither. Oh, contract. Now, oh, now you're getting started on something else. Now, you know, that was a portion. I, I said, like, when I called him originally, I was just like, hey, man, like, hold up. Wayne said this is a good deal. Oh, brother. Like, oh, hold, oh hold, yeah. Time, um, time out, time out, time out. What does Wayne know about a good deal? Uh, how, how many bad deals he done signed in his career? Right. He can put an album out for almost 10 year years, man. Because you Did his lawyers look contract. at this for once before he, before yeah, he signed? You signing stuff off the love and strength. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> hey, man, I, I don't know. I can't. He signed to Brian Babywood. Whatever his name. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't roll with it, man. Yeah, Jay-Z yeah, had yeah. to go help you and get you out of there. But, hey, but you know what a good deal look like. Yeah. yeah. You know what a good deal look like. <laughs> hey, man. That, <laughs> that, hey, man, that's a good segment, man. I think this is a excellent point to jump ship and, and, and move into something a little yeah, bit let's more go fun ahead. and what we, what we enjoy, man. Uh, let's, let's get to some sports here shortly and uh, we'll be right back. All right, Patreon supporters. Want to give y'all y'all quick shout out, man. Uh, we got a new Patreon supporter, Stephen Mixon. Hey, man, shout out to the donation. We sh- truly appreciate it, brother. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the DSC team, brother. Man, damn. Welcome to the couch. Yeah. Uh, we got Tate. That's my boy, Blue. We got Marty. Silent part. The bad boys moving silence. Take that, take that, take that. Oh, uh, we got Fran. Oh, man, that's the franchise. My man, 50 grand. We got Quay Quay. Um, who's Quay Quay? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's been down since like day one, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, you you know, you know Quay. Yeah, Quay. It is. We got uh, Lucius Aloysius Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Who I am for real? We got Bird. Bird, man. What happened to that boy? Mm. We got Ryan. Oh, Jack Ryan, man. That's my man. That's my man. We got Manuel. More money, more money, more money. We got Jared. Lil J on the track. Matty Ice. 
Ooh, that boy came through with a win for his Browns. Salute to you, Kaiser Kush on Twitch. Follow him. All right, and then we got uh, Tyrus. Ooh, Ty Dollar Sign. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. You just dropped a phenomenal uh, new project, man. Oakland. We appreciate it. Oakland's own. Yeah. And then uh, for anybody else who wanna who wanna join up for if we got uh, three tiers on on Patreon we got the three dollar five dollar and ten dollar tier uh, each gives you a different varied access three dollars gets you early access to the audio five dollars gets you early access to the video with the audio monthly shout outs and then we got the ten dollar tier where you can uh, create your own segment you want us to review a certain album go ahead man ten dollar tier get, grants you that privilege so all you gotta do is just join up hit us a message and then. We'll get we'll get there, work with you, and uh, create your own little segment for the podcast. We'll definitely have it in within that by the end of that month. So, and I know you're asking yourself, like, what is Patreon? What is that? It's essentially a proud to pay campaign. So, if you like what you're doing, if you like the videos that we're posting, if you like the quality of material, that's all based on blood, sweat, and tears of our pockets so far. And but for the last several months, man. A lot of people been showing love and helping us pay some bills around here. So that's essentially what you're doing is you're just helping us get to the level that we need to get to if you believe in us. Again, we we, we appreciate your patronage, but the best thing you could do is share and tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, yo. Well, ladies and gents, welcome back for our sports segment. But first, we had our first sporting live event of this NFL season. Uh, we had our boy Matt Kayser, one of our Patreons. He came on. He exercised his right and his Patreon shit to get him a segment. And he threw himself on to talk about his Cleveland Browns. Him and Mr. Prez went at it for a good 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, talking about their, their Browns versus Raiders game. And, you know, there had to be one victor. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you break down what happened. Yeah, let's, yeah let's, let's go ahead and talk about the, these victors, man. Like, uh, I'm glad that you came on ahead of time. I, I'm glad you was in high hopes uh, there, uh, Kaiser Kush. Uh, but mm, how'd that turn out for you? How'd the game turn out? <laughs> oh man, how was uh, how was your victory uh, burger? Your yeah, lunch? man, we had a little had a lunch First on the cash treatment. I, I definitely had my victory burger uh, this weekend. It's delicious. Uh, <laughs> he hated every minute of it too, but uh, yeah. Well, man, let's let's Put talk some about extra how this, cheese how this... on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a milkshake too? Yeah, 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 he, yeah he's yeah. paying for it all. He's paying yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, getting into this game, man. This this game, as uh, Matt Kayser had talked on the live stream, it was going to be a cold, chilly, um, windy affair, and their car. Record don't stand too high in these situations, but I told him this is different. This is more prepared. This is this is the new Raiders. We're getting back to that legend killer. We 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 floundered a little bit uh, the week before, but we we getting back to that legend killer status. We had Jonathan Abrams back, and we was gonna set the tone. Well. <laughs> Y'all know Derek Carr. You know he's very religious. He's he's a God fearing man too. He go out here. I'm pretty sure he went out there and prayed 
this week, and uh, he said, I need some defensive help. And he was blessed with this wind gust of 45 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Just messing up everything because uh, our defense still, hmm, no sacks. Uh, they, they did some shutdown plays, but the wind definitely played a factor in Shit, a I lot of I think it was the whole stoppage. East Coast and Midwest, man. That, yeah. that wind was hollering, man. I, one of the Cowboys kickers I get to, man, he made a kick that was so crazy. Like, he aimed it the complete opposite way to win, and that shit zigzag like dead in the middle. That of was the same kick, thing that man. started off with us. We drove down the field, and we uh, was going to settle for our first field goal. We was the first one kicking the field goal, and uh, Carson kicked it all the way to the like he was kicking it at the right field goal post, and that thing got up there, and by halfway in, it just launched. Which <laughs> other way, bloom hit pole. It was like, man, okay, that's that's what this is going to be. Ground game, it is. And, and boy, then, did you ever yeah, damn good ground game, man. That boy Josh Jacobs came back. He he was in. Embarrassed from last week showing. Yeah. yeah, and then he started off a little bit slower this week, and it was you still like, oh man, it's gonna be Who your, uh, Who's your number two back? What's his name again? Uh Booker. Devontae man, Booker. Devontae Booker came in and had some strong runs, and I think that it, that set the tone, man. That it, set the tone. I let I let you get back it to it. It definitely man. ignited him. I think yeah. like many he seen that, he was just like, Well, if he can eat, I could definitely eat out here. So he he came in running a little bit different. You started seeing the smile on his face as he started breaking his runs, and it's just the as the game just kept going on and on, it was just like, Oh, he was feeling it, he was feeling. It. I think if we had if it had extended on a little bit more, man, how no matter I he could have had a 150-yard game, man. It could have been. But he had uh, 31 carries for 128 yards, averaging about 4.1. But you also had our second-best rusher of the game, MVP Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, uh, he had he finally got out there. He had six for 41 yards. Why aren't y'all out making him use his legs a lot more? He's not uh-huh. an immobile quarterback. Uh, did you not see on that last run he made? He fumbled, but Booker once again helped out. I mean, and he, got, he, he got to get he got to go to the school of Russell Wilson and learn how to just <laughs> and, and and Kyler Murray. Them them two is the best sliding oh, quarterback. Oh, slide or uh, whatever. So he got to he got to watch some film on that. But go ahead, yeah, <laughs> man. But I ain't, I don't want to get. Bad, we won this game. Derek Carr, you still good, but hold on, you man, figure out how to hold on, hold on the ball, bro. Hold, not, not this. Mid you cross that line. I need you, need you tighten up a little bit. I mean, because that was scary. If Booker, man, I don't came from Denver. I don't know about your career past then, because hey, you Bronco, man, we won't follow them. But since you've been here, Corn Husker, Corn Husker, Booker, did he come from? I don't know where he came from in college. I ain't follow him, but. Hey man, Ooh, since you ain't follow in, you. You ain't follow your backup running back, but you was giving me shit about <laughs> old Dominion's finest, <laughs> old Travis Fogum, huh? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I know what college he went to, but hey, they they went out there, they handled business. Uh, like I said, had the win on our favor for the defense, and Jonathan Abram came back just laying down. Like he made some amazing plays, man. I think he got uh, Kareem Hunt. I think the best play I seen was like when he came in on the blitz and kind of missed, but then yeah. he still like was able to go up there and swipe at uh, Kareem Hunt legs and take him down. And then there was another play where he was just coming dead at it full steam, hit Kareem in the leg. Kareem, Kareem felt it. You seen it either. <laughs> Flip. Yo, but was like, I, was, I was highly impressed with your defense. Uh, reason being is uh, Cleveland Browns top five rushing team in the league, man. And you guys, I mean, you guys are good against the run, but you still were susceptible to giving up some shit too. So you guys definitely had a... a Relatively good game stopping the run. It wasn't, As I was saying, I'm not giving this defense any props until y'all do this for multiple games. Hey, you got, hey, you six, points. Do this multiple, no. six points. Six points. You didn't give it was you, win. 
Did you give up a touchdown? Did you give up a touchdown? It was the win. Did you give up a touchdown? Huh? Did you give up a touchdown? No, we didn't give up a touchdown. Exactly. It's six points. Like you can't give them. You don't got no encouragement for the Raider Nation, the whatever else y'all call black holes. Uh, (laughs) 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 I meant holes. I can't see. That's not what we call ourselves. It's the black hole, right? It's the black hole. Okay. Not okay. not the other thing you was trying to call us over here. Uh, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. But yeah, man, like, no, I'm not. Like, they're going to have to do this for multiple weeks. I'm going to have to see them consistently. And they still didn't get any sacks. So I'm not ready to off a windy game. Uh, that they had It was a ground game And they was able to stop the run But they still Like on the couple passes That was out there uh, I didn't really see Nothing else on the pressure On the inside Which That's gonna be scary If we can't get pressure On the quarterback Like That needs to be fixed And I thought The the moves that John Gruden say Personnel moves And stuff we're gonna do Gonna fix that uh, But right now I'm still saying Paul Gunther You did good for this On the game That we should've won I, I got to see this for multiple weeks before I buy back in on that defense. That offense, though, man, y'all still moving. That was a touchdown for Henry Ruggs. If y'all seen that, the NFL just messing with us once again. It can't be one game that goes by the NFL. Refs just can't just, like, got to mess with us. It. Like, well, take this out. Doing these damn This is rest. the Raiders. Every it's, game. It's a conspiracy. Every game. It's a conspiracy. Oh, they do it man. once a game. I didn't take you for a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but. Uh, and then one other thing happened before. Trent Brown. Uh, if you ain't got sick right him. before the game, well, yeah. it wasn't sick, so they coming out hearing that like complications. A, yeah, no, it's something similar like Tyrod Taylor had, like you know he got punctured in the lungs. Uh, he was supposed to get like an IV with a bunch of boosted vitamins and stuff because you know he had uh, the the COVID. He started late, so they, I guess they were just giving them like stuff just keeping uh, hydrated and stuff. But he had a little air in the the needle, mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's what's the complication. You know, that can always cause like a heart attack. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know how, like, that's that's the reports and stuff right now. Um, it's probably going to be secured up by the time this yeah. goes out, but that's that's definitely what's the news that's out there. So if that, man, uh, I ain't going to talk bad about Trent Brown or nothing this week, man. Get better. Go ahead. Uh, Take care of yourself. And, hey, we got to figure out what's going on with these doctors. That's, that's two of these cases in a year. So we need to get a get control over that like big time NFL. Cause I mean, these, these are, that's one of our highest paid uh, players and the doctors out here messing that, messing that up. And then they messed it up with the charges over here as well too. So. Yeah, man. Uh, prayers to Trent Brown and uh, you know, hopefully speedy recovery uh, and really ain't really about football. Hopefully he gets back to being a hundred percent just with his health in general, man, I, yeah. I couldn't imagine that type of scared of feeling like you're having some damn heart attack. I have a bad case of heartburn and I'm ready to tap yeah. out. So I, I can't imagine how that, that would feel. And yeah, I know you got a wheel, wheelchaired out pretty much. And, you know, it was kind of a scary scene. So praise him and his family, man. But, uh, you know, with that said, man, um, four and three, I don't know if you got any notes on this, but you face one of the greatest quarter, rookie quarterbacks I have ever seen. Nah, <laughs> I was just playing, but no, no, but he was he you're was in LA. up this week. You're Herbert. in LA next week. Yeah, we got you in the LA Chargers. next week. We got the Chargers next week, and um, Herbert Herbert get, was lighting it up. He lighted up early on the Broncos, and man, that was a last last second 
that that he ended up losing that game by, man. Yeah. So you know he's hungry for that win, just like uh, uh, Burrow was this yeah, past he just week. Got going his out, first just win. wanted the Titans. Like, it. they're hungry for it, man. So on it and very seldom, like like I just want to let you guys know, not a lot of rookies get to throw that ball forty times a game. No, <laughs> not a lot of rookies unless they're absolutely trusted. So he's he's balling out. And before last week, I was kind of saying, hey, man, you got the Browns. If you beat the Browns, you should have the Chargers and the Broncos. But both both of those teams have been playing pretty competitive football. So, like, it's it's not a it's not a gimme. They they, they the Broncos have won two Against games in a row. each other, they was competitive. Broncos when it comes to come see the Raiders. Have the Broncos <laughs> not won two games in, in a row. I mean, you've won two games in a row. You were talking about your win streak last week, yeah, or lack thereof. Lack thereof. Broncos. What, what's the Broncos' record? I know you know. Uh, they just won their third game. That was their third game. Okay, so it's not like they that much further, but behind y'all in terms light like years, light years. One win is light years, bro. Isn't man? Uh, <laughs> these 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 net. You guys, by all stretch of the imagination, should be. Six and three at the end of these next two games. No, I expect us to, because I mean, we you know, can't lose anymore. Thirteen and three, still a possibility. Ten and six, which is probably <laughs> what it's going to be. But we will let him keep his thirteen and three. So, uh, man. All right, let's go ahead and switch it. Then let's go ahead and talk about these uh, Philadelphia Eagles in their game of the week. Yeah, no man, game of the decade. First of all, um. Got two things before I begin. Um, on uh, behalf of myself and um, you know football fans worldwide, um, I'd like to apologize for what you guys had to witness and watch for about three hours yesterday. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. That was that was just terrible football. Um, that that wasn't Division One football. That that was something that I I probably can watch out drive 15 minutes down the road and watch at, at, at a high school game, man. It, it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. One quarterback. Um, it was one step above Pop Warner. Danucci couldn't throw the ball worth, worth his life, couldn't make a read. He's third string quarterback. Well, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. But you're in the NFL. You, you're on the stage. You know, he couldn't do anything. But on the flip side, you had my quarterback, Carson Wentz. Fifth year in the damn league. I've been defending him. For weeks on it. But here's where the defense comes to a stop. Dallas has given up well in the high 20s every damn game. We struggled to score 23 points and didn't really get it together till like the end of the third quarter. Yeah, it was like late. It was late in the third quarter. We were down at the half by two points. You ever you ever watch your team prayers at certain points? And a win still feel like a loss. Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. It still feel like you didn't make no progress. You got the dub. Like the last two weeks have felt that way. Yeah, I laugh. I joke and I kid. You know, we in first. Somebody got to be. But <laughs> in all reality, it shit don't feel good. It feel like I feel like, yo, maybe if we get to the playoffs and we get healthy and things start clicking like we did the last four games of last year, no matter what our record is, you never know. Home game, crowd there as as the season progresses, maybe a little bit more people come, and you know it's we backs are not really against the wall. We not expected to win. We're the underdogs at this point, yeah. At home, so all the pressure is going to be 
on one of these top teams with 13, 12 wins. And who's to say that something can't happen? A key guy goes out, some fumbles. Our guys play loose that we can't win. That's why you always want to get in the playoffs, no matter what your record is. But I don't see any progress at all. Um, I'm not a fan of Jim Swartz and the defensive calls he plays specifically on third and seven and, and beyond. Like, we used to pin our ears back. That was a third-string quarterback. The the type of front we have, and everybody know what our defensive line do. Like, you don't have to watch the Eagles to know that we got some dogs up there. Why in the hell is he not pinning his ears back? Why did it take three quarters to figure out Danucci? Why? Well, I think he was still like they didn't have enough on him, so they didn't know if he could really like slang it. And y'all know y'all don't have. Let's the find problems. out. Let's find out. I but, y'all, but y'all don't have the problems in the secondary. He was maybe scared that y'all was gonna get that that they was gonna get torched and make him look better than what he is. But halfway through the game, you knew that you, it was you, a, you know what you, you knew you, you like, knew what it was. They, the team didn't even trust him uh, to really throw the ball like that. They had one read, if that. You know what I mean? So. But back to Carson Wentz. At year five, a quarterback of his caliber that's getting paid what he gets paid and the amount of excuses that I see that fellow Philadelphia Eagles fans give for him, it, it, it can't happen no more. These last two games were atrocious. I don't care what key throws he made down the stretch. You the reason why we in this position. Four fucking turnovers. Yeah. Two interceptions, two, two fumbles, fumbles lost. Those fumbles and hurt. those fumbles were on him. Mm-hmm. They ain't on, on nobody else. Those interceptions on him, dumb throws in the wind against his body. Why are they calling play action passes and he's running to the and y'all got him rolling to the opposite side of his arm strength? He should be rolling to the right. Why is he rolling to the left having a reset? He is 6'5, 230 some odd pounds. You know how long it takes in the windup he got on that throw? Why y'all making him roll to the opposite side to then readjust, then throw, then he's throwing ducks in that type of wind? Like, you you, you can't do that. He's underthrowing our fastest two receivers that are out there right now. And Jalen Rigger had a really good game. He got his first touchdown. Uh, shout out to you, Rook. But, but still, man, like, Carson Wentz just does too much. He thinks he has to do too much when nothing is there, and that shit is annoying as hell to watch. Like, all I see is regression. Like, I, I don't see... I don't see anything from that 2017 season. I don't see anything pro- making any progress. You know how disrespectful it is, Prez, for your coach to run plays to where you have one read? <laughs> and then it's, you go... It's, you can see that that play is for him to have one read. That, that, that's what that play is. No no second and third because you're not even allowing him to see the second and third because he's making such terrible decisions on his second and third read. You're simplifying it to the level of a first, maybe second year quarterback. That shit is... That, so is so no are we excuse. starting to hear the talks? Is it, is it, is it Hurst time? Well, I think Hurst definitely deserves to be in the lineup or give him, give him a play as far as a, a series or something like that. He ha- they got to figure something out and they got to get him right over this bye week. We have the Giants up next. So that should be another win. Uh, I told you, like, I'm scared of the Giants right now. I'm scared of them. They play Tampa Bay tonight and I'm just like, it's a possibility, man. They can they can come out. When your back's against the wall, bro, like, those are the worst teams to play. Like, you think you're on top and then you go against this other team and they fighting for everything. Yeah. And you just... 
just trying to make it to another week. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, like I said, man, I'm just tired of this cat improvising. And and it's it's no longer about, I, I thought initially it was about the talent that we had out there, but you've been playing with these guys for four weeks now. Y'all should be heading in the right direction on what, who can and, and cannot do what. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, Deshaun Jackson's out. Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Zach Ertz wasn't in the game. That you just got Dallas Goddard back. You got Jalen Rigger, so you got at least two weapons back. But Miles Sanders was out. Then, I the get dis- it. The disrespect, it. though. The disrespect this week. He get those other weapons back, and they seem to forgot about old superstar Fogel. And so Fogel still had a, a good game, in spite. Of Carson Wentz, you know what I'm saying, and it's it's almost like they're not even like I said, man. They're they're giving him one read. They don't even want him throwing in small windows, press. And he got the he got the capability to do it, but this year he can't do it. Listen, this dude, off. <laughs> this dude is on. <laughs> he, he's on pace for 32 turnovers, man. Whew. He has 16. Whew. 16 at week eight. How many? How many of those interceptions is he gonna join? I don't know. I know it's 16 turnovers, 16 too many. <laughs> and he's he's approaching Jameis Winston status. Well, that's where I was thought you were going to go. You ain't going to disrespect Winston down here. But he did it. No, no <laughs> he did no, it. No, no. But Winston yeah. had the touchdowns to go with it. Yeah, he damn sure ain't got that. He <laughs> damn sure ain't got that. And then a lot of a lot of his throws, he's right up there with Big Ben for the most turnovers in the end zone, in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like, another telltale red flag. It seems like the only plays he can make is just the one-on-one plays to the outside straight line throws. That, that That's it right now. And I'm not sure w- what it is. Like, you, mm-hmm. I mean, you got decent enough guys to where if you can make your second and third read, then we would be fine. And against that defense, that, that, that we were supposed to come out of there looking like the best thing since sliced bread. We were supposed to. Yeah, on top. They bottom, right? I'm what bottom of the uh, division, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, listen, man, week to week, I, I hate being on pins and needles week to week. Did you get the win? Yeah, but it feel like a loss. Did, did you get the win? I feel like a loss, man. I feel like a loss. Then we going to we going to uh, New York in two weeks. Who y'all got this coming up? We barely beat them. Oh, y'all got in a bye week, right? We got a bye week coming up. Hey, man, people gonna get healthy. You gonna come back? You gonna have time to work on these? You gonna give them two reads now? But there's more. <laughs> there's more. There's more. Doug Peterson. Remember, he used to roll the dice fourth down. Yeah. Philly special. Where's the creativity <laughs> in his play calling? He's taking over the play calling. You got rid of Frank Wright. He's over in Indianapolis. They do seem to be doing. Just fine, oh, right? Oh, that man is Philip Rivers. Uh, Philip Rivers, but still, yeah, I mean, yeah. they got to win. They owe five hundred. Yeah, they ain't got a tie on their record. Yeah, do they? So you know what I'm saying. I say all that to say, how can you not be on the same page with Carson Wentz? Like, how are you allowing him to do certain things? How? Why are you not? Why are you praising him? Why are you coddling him? Yeah. They coddle him so much, man, and he's. See him work, walk up to his presser like, you know, we got the win. You know, I got some things I got to work on. You damn right you got some things you got to work on. <laughs> 16 turnovers, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Like, it, this can't be, man. Like, every time. Okay, I put it to you like this. Every time, and these are two completely different quarterbacks, but every time Russell Wilson scrambles and he gets out of there, 
what do you think is going to happen? Match. Yeah. He's going to make the right decision or he's going to throw it away. What, what does Carson Wentz do? I think when he scrambles, disaster. He's about to fumble or he's about to throw it to the other team and that shit happens. Or he's, got, he's about to miss the play totally. Those are the three things that happen. He don't, he don't make good plays until late in the third quarter, maybe in the fourth quarter, and you cannot do that against good teams. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened in, um, with Pittsburgh. Those are games that we could have won. So, so where do you see your team going this season? Where, where do you see them at? They're- Unfortunately, we are the, <laughs> the best in that shitty division. And, and I, I see them not moving on from him. This year, but 2022. No, I'm saying, like, what do you think? Like, you, obviously, so y'all top of the division, y'all gonna make it to probably the playoffs. Like, at this point, you see yourself going to the playoffs. But do you honestly see yourself winning any of those playoff games? No, there's a whole lot of wishful thinking that's going on in my mind that have to actually happen. Like, I have to see them playing competent football in December to even, if they played like they did last December, when they had to get them four games and mm. he wasn't doing all of these, these wild erratic plays, I would give us a shot. Oh, so you still don't even you you're not even sold that y'all gonna have the shot at the playoffs. Not the way he's playing. He's just he's the reason why we're losing. Like a lot of other quarterbacks, they just they're not the reason. Even if they're not throwing for a lot of the yards, like look at what Derek Carr did yesterday. That's the reason why you won the game. He didn't oh, yeah. turn the ball over. In a, a, run, in a game that was very close, it was run oriented. The wind was howling. You can't have those type of plays when you just don't got it that day. Like yeah. some, it's, it's it's cool to throw it out of bounds and live to see another play. Yeah, that's what, and that's what that's what saved us a lot. Like the stuff that we hate about Derek Carr was him throwing it out of bounds, but him doing that this week uh, and then extending a couple of plays. Like he he took off and ran for once, and that's that's what definitely put us over the edge. I mean that that changed the tide of the game a couple of times. And that's probably what you're saying that y'all missing. Yeah, that's right? that's what we're missing is just. Take what's in front of you. Be patient. Every play doesn't have to be a game-changing play. I'd rather you go on multiple, you know, six to seven play drives. All right, punt the ball. Six to seven play drive. All right, punt the ball. Three and out. I'd rather you do that than to try to force some shit that just isn't there. And he does that far too much when the play isn't there. Can he do it in the past? Yes. But this year... He's not seeing the field clearly, and it's on coaching, and it's on him to get that right in this bye week moving forward. We're going to get a lot of guys back. We're going to get um, Lane Johnson. We're going to get most of our um, O-line back after this bye week. We should have Alshon Jeffrey back if he doesn't get traded by the uh, trade deadline, which I'm hearing some chatter about that, but I'm not sure who would take a guy that's not even available unless they're a contender. Maybe the Tampa Bay Bucks. You're taking everybody else. Shit. Might as well take him. Um <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, moving forward, man, I I just don't know, man. Um, you know, people going to be calling for Jalen Rigger at at not Jalen Rigger, but um, Jalen Hurts at some point because he's he's just not doing what he at some point he's a detriment to the team. Yeah, success. if you want to see somebody struggle like this, you'd rather I'd rather fun, yeah, I'd rather him do it or be sat down for at least a game to really know that hey, man, you're playing bad. Like this can happen to you. You yeah. know what I mean? So. That's kind of where I'm at with it. It was a win, but I really don't feel great about it. 
Somebody's got to win a division, though. And it, it looks like it's going to be us. Flutter, eagle, flutter, right? Yeah. Or yeah. fly eagles. Broken, yeah, fly eagles fly, you know, with some broken wings out here. <laughs> it will flutter. Yeah, man. Uh, but, yo, let's, let's move on to the game of the week, man. Um, I didn't give these guys much respect, um, but I think it's time to give them that they're, they're the only undefeated team uh, left, right? No, or the Seahawks. I, I, no, Seahawks are Seahawks, The Seahawks lost one. Yeah, so they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Let's talk but about Ravens season. versus Steelers. But the Seahawks looked good. All right. We'll oh, go yeah, they did look good. They did. Okay, who did they play? Who they play? Was it? Uh, yeah. Was it the part red and gold team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple, couple people that's friends. Got, they got, oh, okay, okay. They okay. got smacked. Shout, oh, okay. shout out to the homie, uh, <laughs> Marty, Jamie, and uh, and Kenny, man. Y'all, uh, y'all got your boot smoke. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kenny, man, your 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 fan base, man. You got to help them fellas out, man. They they be quick to talk about everybody else's game, but when they game come on, they they extra silent over there, and then they don't want, and then they talk about it. The next day, like the team ain't need much play yet. Like, oh yeah, man, y'all kiss these other games. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, hey, we just gonna bypass the ass whooping <laughs> that got put on y'all. Like, come on, man. And I could talk shit about the 49ers for the rest of the season. Yeah. We beat them. Yeah. So sure, true that. Yeah, we're sorry. Um, but the the game I wanted to talk about, man, I got a few rapid fire things, man. Your, your favorite we, team was talking about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. This Pittsburgh season, Steelers, man. With, um, with your favorite player, the new Canadian sensation, yeah, Claypool. Man. Claypool, he's still balling, man. <laughs> he's still balling. That boy, bad man. I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at him. I heard he tearing things up in fantasy. I don't gamble no more, you know, on things that I don't win often. So I've, I've kind of given up fantasy to be a better podcaster. Uh, yeah, if anybody <laughs> believes that one, but no, no, no. I mean, how, how you feel about the Steelers, man? Now, do you respect that seven and zero and what they're doing on defense, offense, and, and just that in general about their is team? The truth, man. That defense that they got is uh, what's holding them through. I still don't have no. I told you, I don't know what my disrespect is, what what my problem with uh, Ben Roethlisberger, but I just don't. I just don't respect them. I just don't. Based just, on what? I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I just don't. Hey, he just old Ben used to kill it. I just like man. He, the numbers are saying he killing it now, but I feel like it's a lot on the the talent around him is doing more than what he's doing. Well, prior to this season, would you say they had a whole lot of talent? Because that wasn't the narrative coming into the season as far as on offense. Like their running backs. Talented uh, as far as the the two guys they got in Connor, but it, their only thing was health, right? Uh, as far as wide receivers, like nobody was talking that big about Claypool aside. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about aside from super duper football aficionados. Like everybody, they, everybody was like, "Oh, that Notre Dame kid, nice pickup." Yeah, blah 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 blah. People that know no football, but he wasn't on the radar of a lot of people. And then it was only Juju. That was their wide receiver yeah. threat that everybody and was talking about. That was a problem last year. Yeah, he, and that was a problem when they didn't have nobody proper else. quarterback to, you know, extend plays and, and pretty much bring that veteran leadership that uh, Ben brings to the table. I respect Big Ben because no matter how – that's the type of quarterback I want, man. No matter how dicey the game get, man, he cool hand Luke, man. Cool hand Luke, no matter you know what, what it saying? is, you man. Won't you won't Winston. You won't Winston. 
I don't want no Winston. <laughs> I don't want no Winston. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean that defense once again is is giving Lamar uh trouble. So, uh, yeah, man, like that's that's within their division. They got to come up and 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 handle that. I mean, it just seems like that's what they was built on was the defense, and that's what they they're falling back to on and just letting the. Putting the offense in good situations, and they're gonna eat that that way. But it's that defense who's uh who's the breadwinner for that for that Steelers. All right, man. So tell me a little bit about Lamar Jackson, man. What, what what's up with him, man? What what's up what's up with the regression of Lamar Jackson? I I don't see it as a regression. Uh, you ain't playing fantasy. I'm still playing fantasy. I have Lamar Jackson, but the past two weeks I started Derek Carr just because I seen the defenses that he was gonna go go up against, and that's that's no disrespect to like him, but just like everybody plays those tough defenses, and when they when they go up against them, like you, your numbers are gonna dwindle a little bit. It's just something that's gonna happen. Uh, but do he still did he still make his team respectable? Was it a respectable loss? I I, I think so. Uh, or, or are people still? Is he still a danger? Yes, I think so. Ooh, I can't wait to read this tweet and get your reaction to this because I know where you you know where it come from. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Oh man, Hollywood Brown, man. What he said? Right after the game, he deleted this tweet, but basically, this is what he said. And tell me, I hope you get the reference. What's the point of having soldiers when you never used them? Ooh, yeah. Uh, what was that? What was that? It's a movie. No, no, no. It's a TV show. The Wire. There you go, man. The yeah, Wire, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Wire reference. How you feel? How you feel about that? Him, Hollywood Brown. You know, kind of speaking on that because for me, man, when they played lesser defenses and they didn't run into a tough this tough stretch of their schedule uh, where they're playing close games. Oh yeah, he was throwing the ball. People was getting so getting their hands on the ball, spreading it around. I will say this about Hollywood Brown, man. He's he's a speedy guy, and like he can go out there and get it. But you're, you're small, bro. Like don't be calling yourself like a soldier in that fashion. When he knows that he can't throw you across the middle, you gonna get ate up and destroyed. Last last year, you was sitting out a lot with a lot of injuries and everything. I understand that you it's still a game, and you ain't scared to go across the middle. But people actually think about that. I don't need you to get hit. One big hit and fumble the ball at the same time as well. Like uh, you got to follow the game I, plan. I gotta stop you. There. I get the injury thing, but you know I'm a newfound Oklahoma Sooner fan. About the last five years since I really kind of started picking up college yeah. football. Bandwagon, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what bandwagon. We win a national championship in forever, so I just decided to pick somebody so I wouldn't be called a bandwagon. But I still got called a bandwagon. Okay. So going, I might as well, the foundation, might as well be the foundation uh, model. I just I was in a in a fit of nervousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, somebody told me to pick a team. You can't keep talking shit about all those college sports, but you don't pick a team. I just like to watch the games. You know, they they very competitive, and you know, you got you college football fans like to see random shit happen all the time that should never happen. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. My point is, Hollywood Brown is fucking explosive with a quarterback that can throw the ball to him or get the ball to him. Yes, because he take the top off of defenses. Every time you get a chance, but if you don't see if you if that ain't in your repertoire, then it can be very difficult. So he deleted the tweet, probably apologized, yeah. frustration, yeah. but that As don't it, mean he didn't mean it, <laughs> and that don't mean it ain't true. I that feel like they, they both young, they both coming into this, they'll work it out. Uh, just as long as you you stick with the game plan and keep playing, keep playing game. Like I said, they win against a couple tough defenses. 
coming out after this, man, they should be good, man. Y'all, y'all have some more games out there where you can really show out. Just keep fighting for that. Like, mm, just look to play the Steelers again. Do they play them again, or have they already played them twice? They ain't played them twice. They ain't played them twice. So, I definitely, so, so, I definitely so, would like so to look, get. Look my... back to reload again, and, and and see them next time. See if y'all can split it. But if not, you're rolling in number two in a very good division. Yeah, I definitely like to get my boys' cute thoughts on this too, because yeah, man, he was talking real spicy oh, at the beginning of the season about these Ravens. What do you say, sixteen and zero? I think we could go 16 and 0. It's a possibility. So, something crazy like that next year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. So I got some rapid fire topics now that we 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 off the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Cam Newton to his first start. Rocket tire. Javonta Davis fight. Bernie Big, not Bernie Bickerstaff, but uh. All right, we're gonna do quick hits on them. Quick hits. What we? What you got? Quick. Cam Newton, man, uh, a lot better than he played last week. He he he's, he he learned. He, it seems like he's making that drive. It's just the weapons that he got, man. He really don't have any. He's making the best out of the situation that he did. But he did fumble at the end of the game, and that did cause it. But I mean, like, come on, everybody's. He he's trying a lot. He's trying to do a lot without much. So uh, those type of things are gonna actually happen. Like, uh, yeah, he was he was pushing for that touchdown though, and he was so close to getting it. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I like the turnaround that he did from those passes that he was throwing a, just a week prior. Man, it was ugly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick got his ear. He definitely protected the ball outside of that last play. But again, man, you got to take into account, man, like. It's only so much that can happen and so much that Bill Belichick and that New England Magic can run to the well of not having the McCourty brothers, not having Gilmore on defense. Like they were and they missing all the guys that elected to stay out They're Some of their top guys due to um, some of the covid um, restrictions or their, their, their feelings on covid and not really wanting to make their family members See, be susceptible to it. So when you take into account all that, yes, Cam has to play better, but. He has to play damn near perfect on this team for them to be where they were yesterday in that yeah. game. And to put all that on his shoulders and to say he's done this, that, and the third, I I, I don't think that's a fair assessment. No, no. And then, like you're saying, like, uh, with the players that sat out, man, that's the drawbacks of, like, Hey, you got all this wealth over there. What I mean by that, like y'all don't won all these trophies, so a lot of those players been on this team. They used to win, and they they're comfortable. Like they ain't got, they can afford to sit out where everybody else is still chasing that. You know what I mean? So it's just like where you, like, I don't need to be a part of that. Da, da, da. And they they can afford to sit out, and this is what New England's uh, left with. Hey, hey, so maybe if y'all were just still fighting and hungry for those championships, but. Y'all done had quite a bit in these 2000s, so it just seems like now you're paying the price for it. Sure. I, I could dig it, man. To his first start. To his first start, man. That first, was it the first set of downs when that Aaron Donald hit came <laughs> Blew in? His ass out. I thought, man, I was like, well, that hip gone again. Uh, but <laughs> the yeah. defense came and bailed him out, and then he was able to keep playing, stay with it, and uh, he getting respectful. Uh, first game in, he learned some harsh lessons, man. He didn't look shell-shocked. That's no. that's a good part yeah. about it. Like, he took that hit and came back, and, uh, you know, I think they played kind of conservative for his first game. Uh, but he didn't look rattled. But give Aaron Donald his props, man. You anytime they mention Tua now in the NFL, they're gonna show that hit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and uh, he done came it's a long funny. Way. It's funny you mention him, man. Like I know, I know they're gonna 
we say Russell Wilson is the headliner for MVP right now. That's clear cut. Um, Pat Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger, if we're talking about three quarterbacks, because you got to give it to Ben, they're seven and zero. No, as far no. as consideration, consideration, consideration. No. Oh yeah, you gonna let your hate shine through? Yeah, I feel like the top quarterbacks right now in the league are uh, you got Russ. Mahomes had five touchdowns yesterday, yeah. right? You got Russ. You got uh, Brady down there doing his thing in Tampa Bay. And then you got Derek Carr. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that, man. Uh, yeah. Moving on, man. Javante Davis got a knockout in the sixth round. Um, I watched it real quick. I was excited about the fight, but really I was more excited about the fight that can become. I don't think uh, prior to this week, Teofimo Lopez had a great showing. And I think that's the next fight to make, man. If both guys don't do what's best for their record and get another tune-up fight, I, I feel like that's the fight that needs to happen. I can't wait to see that fight. Um, but, but, yeah, so I'm looking I, forward to that. I watch boxing matches, yeah, but I don't follow it as like, yeah. like you you tend to follow it. So you, put, you uh, told me about this fight, and I was just like, oh, okay, I don't really know nothing about these guys, but... If it's a good fight, I'm gonna watch it. And boy, was this a good fight! Was this so? What's up with uh, Money Mayweather sitting on the sideline? This is his guy that he promotes yeah, yeah, or whatever. Promotions, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this Davis guy, man, like the other guy came in, it was looking all flashy, and then a couple rounds in, he's smiling, laughing after this dude Davis just putting in work, just starting laying into him, and he's acting like it ain't even much affecting him. Well. Well, them body he, shots affected his yeah, ass. Yeah, it definitely affected him because uh, him up. he got him, got him. He ducked that head, and then that uppercut came, and it was like lights out. Yeah, I was actually like, he was out for like a good yeah, five a, minutes. Yeah, it's a few hits that like where you, where when you see it, it's like oh shit, like is that dude okay? Like you like wow, like you excited for the mm-hmm. guy, but then after he you know that guy's not moving down there, you like I, I thought we was back in gladiator. Yeah, time, yeah. But he just murdered that dude, bro. Yeah, man. Did we but, just see that. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait for if if they're able to make that uh, Javante Davis Teofimo Lopez fight, man. I'll, I'll send you the Teofimo Lopez fight that he uh, had uh, with Lomachenko mm-hmm. last week. That was a good good fight as well. It went to decision. I like to know what you think about it, man. Uh, it was a, a pretty one sided fight to me, but uh, you know both guys stood toe to toe and. Uh, you know, that was one of the fights that a lot of people were looking forward to. So I'll shoot you that one, man. And um, the Rockets hired, uh, moving on to some NBA news. Rockets hired uh, Stephen Silas, been on the sidelines and assistance since 2000. Uh, he's Paul Silas' uh, son. Sounds so. like he's seasoned. He's ready. He ready, man. He ready. Uh, you know, just one of them them things, man, where, you know, black coaches take him about 20 years to get yeah. one opportunity. Yeah. He's had plenty Maybe of Maybe if he played and he... Sat on the sidelines for a little bit. Didn't have that assistant coaching uh, experience. They just give him the uh, the the nets. Uh, Steve Jet, Steve Nash. Oh, <laughs> D'Antoni as the assistant coach coming in with Man. a star-studded cast of helpers. You know, Yudoa uh, been an assistant on the uh, San Antonio Spurs for years. Should be offered a head coaching job. I'm sure I know why he went there. It's a good look for him to catapult himself because KD yeah. and Kyrie's there. So if they do well, then he's going to be in line for a head coaching job. So, I mean, I get the play. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? But it, it's a, it's 
those are the reasons that Stephen A and other media folks are like and ourselves say certain things that we say it just, about it just kills you when they say oh oh you you work hard you do all this other stuff you eventually excel in your job and then you have these type of situation that just goes and bucks that whole idea and they, yeah so they, you can't they ain't nothing that you believe they on. rotate the same coaches around the yeah. same carousel these these mofos lose at each stop or never really quite get it done gms too daryl Morey, he was practically out of work not really out of, he never really was out of work because Rocket still was paying him yeah, they could just keep going moving yeah around. he just you know he resigned and you know what I mean he just moved around and now he's in Philly with Doc and you know it's a whole lot of things Elton Brand has a fake title now over there that they just kind of made up but you know it's like a lot of weird things going on to where you know cats are in position uh you know but you you got some things going positively i mean you know the Knicks, they have pretty much their front offices uh a lot of a lot of black males um doing their thing so it, it's some things it's just moving really slowly in my my opinion but uh there is a podcast called All the Smoke Podcast with Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. Uh, they just sat down with Dave Fizdale, uh, J.B. Bickerstaff, Bernie Bickerstaff's son, who coaches the Cleveland Cavs, yeah. uh, whatever. And they talked about that in that segment. I'm going to send it to you because you... you what gonna, we just talked about? Yeah, but they 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 went into detail on okay, okay. how it made them feel and um during them times where they were told to their face, yeah, man, you ready? Uh, you know... And the next thing you know, some old random guy that just got fired from another job come in and, and get the job. Yeah. He wasn't successful at his last job, but they didn't want to take a chance on um, on them. So and then and, and they also talk about a little bit about politics. They had a, a young dude there that kind of at a grassroots level talking about politics. So it was a good watch. So uh check that out. Happens That's, there and happens in the NFL. That's what Gates was the Ruined the Dolphins, and then now he got the job up there at the Jets, ruining them. And ain't really no talks or no head rolling, but he knows Peyton Manning. That's his friend. He trained him, so yeah, getting jobs still. All right, man. So, uh, you know, that, that's our rapid fire and our sports talk uh, for this week. Uh, moving on, man. Um, well, actually, let's take a quick break. Let's take a let's break. Take a quick come break. Back come on back and finish up with these albums that drop. Uh, We're going to be previewing our. Initial thoughts on Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event Part 2, and Common's new uh, project, I'll say, A Beautiful Revolution. We'll be right back. And then we got some country hip-hop. Oh, yeah. We got some country hip-hop. We, yeah, we, I got some mentions, too. I got some mentions. It's not country, but uh, I, I got some. some. Oh, We're we going to figure out a name for this segment by the time we get back. Yeah. With that said, people, if you like passionate hot takes, <laughs> fans calling for firing in the middle of the season, and just downright optimism, <laughs> tune in to DSC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. Checking our show notes, you're going to get passionate takes like this from a real fan week in and week out. Getting this music, hip hop, music, hip hop saved my life, man. Um, let's 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 get started, man. Uh, you want to start with these country 
guys you want to mention? Country rappers? No, I want to say that. Let's go ahead and let's say it. Let's, let's say the country lap rappers yeah, yeah, yeah. for last. Because we're going to cut the perfect love. For sure. For sure. walk in for that. All right, man. Uh, legend. One of the legends dropped. Uh, Buster Rhymes, Distinction Level event, part two. There's been a lot of promotion, a lot of talk around the industry about this album being one of the best that they've ever heard from a lot of guys that I respect. A lot of dope production on here from A-list producers from past and present. Buster Rhymes himself has produced some songs on this album. So uh, top to bottom, I got my thoughts about it. But I definitely got my thoughts. I'm going to lead off with you, Prez, on your thoughts. Uh, so my initial thoughts on the, I gave it a listen on Friday first thing I was excited to get it mm, okay right I was like well I went through all my other albums figure I'll come back to it a little bit later came back to it on Sunday came back to it on Monday and I'm still feeling it mm, okay uh, I got four tracks on there that I definitely like the rest of it, man, it just, from the buster that I, I, I wanted here, it wasn't that. He went a different type of route, I think, in, in my opinion, on this one. As what far type as of like, buster did you want to hear? I wanted more to like, put your hands in the eye. Uh, Baby, uh, if I give it to you. You wanted any, that any type of bus? Yeah, like I got you, you saying the radio cuts, but I mean, like <laughs> any, any, bringing that energy. Like it was a lot of songs on here where he, his energy wasn't up to where I usually expect on a Buster. Like, what about the flows though? Or what about the multiple the, flows and and playing with the flows? I think you're gonna hit on a couple of those songs. The Out of My Mind was good. Uh, Extinction Level Event Two, Rafa God was good. Uh, the Don't Go with Q-Tip. And Master Farad Muhammad with Rick Ross. Uh, I really like that first verse. Okay. Which was Rick Ross' first verse. Gotcha. You you didn't you weren't feeling Buster how he closed that that um joint out. With I really like Rick Ross verse. Oh, wow. Rick Ross wrote that like it was it was nice. Yeah, that's pretty much a Maybach music type yeah. type of feel beat. So uh, he was in his comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So uh, what didn't you like about the album uh, specifically? Slow flow. I'll tell you that one, like, I hated that beat, that video game sounds. I just, I didn't feel like it fit. It got annoying as I was listening to it, and I was like, I could not skip that song fast enough. Uh, hopefully, it eventually grows on me, but it just, I, I, I just wasn't personally, like, feeling it. And it's just, like I said, like, his, I was expecting a little bit more higher energy, and I get the guys are older, and they want to give this other type of deal. And he had these other flows, like, on the album before, but I felt like it was more of the... The high level than this right here, yeah. and and it just flipped on me. So it's just like wasn't you what I was expecting. Wasn't what I was going. He got a couple nice cuts on there that I I, I will I'll probably add to a playlist and go back to. But the rest of it overall, mm, so okay. he was lacking energy. Uh, what about him rapping? Like rapping wise, uh, rapping wise, what he was saying was was legit. But it's just like at this point, like. Good. I got I got Buster out there that's that's been doing that and killing it with that higher level, and I can constantly go back to those songs. So when your catalogs is deep, man, like yeah, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a little bit more. I'll be critiquing a little bit more on that because like I have this plethora of great music from you that I can always go back and listen to. So if I ain't getting that same energy, I can easily pivot and go get this right here. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. So I, I totally get it. Um, the first time I listened to it. 
I, I really, I wasn't in, I still was listening to Benny. I'm, st- I'm still listening to Reason. I'm still listening to Nas's King Disease, yeah. Big Sean, Detroit 2. Those have not, since September, those albums, late August, those albums really haven't left uh, my rotation. I may include some Freddie Gibbs and go back to Royce um, as I'm listening to it. So that's the type of vein I'm in. Guys that are currently doing it or finding they found some more innovative ways to bring up their their sound back. So like they they come with that different type of energy on these albums, like where you're feeling it a little bit more, like the, the, the vibe is a little bit higher on those. And like, but this one, so what settings with like, all the hype that was built around it, you know, hype hype can mess yeah, 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 can, can yeah. mess with you some type of way, like too, like the the hype and the way they was building this up. I, okay, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this, and then when I get what I get, and it's like, okay, maybe if you had just told me Buster Rhymes was dropping the album, I came and found this. My expectations, I'll probably be saying something totally different, but the way you was, this is going to be the best of the best of the best that he yeah, never his, put his out. his promotion was like... When you, when you go out there and tell me that, and I got these other songs to compare it to, it kind of, like... It was early gonna, 90s, gonna, early nine, not early 90s. His was like the late 90s, 2000s promo run, like like the amount of promo I've personally seen on my social media feed has been like second to none. So when I heard it initially, I'm going in with that hype. But I was going to ask you, how do you listen to these albums? We we both married men. We both got multiple children. We both mm-hmm. got a lot of things on our plate outside of what we do for the pod. How do you get your listens in? I mean, like, I mean, yeah, oh, I get what you're saying on that. And him, this, go, him going into this type of weekend yeah. is a Halloween weekend. I got to spend a lot of time with the family. I don't really have a time to like sit here and let it digest uh, as much, but that's the reason I tried to come back to it. And I went back on Sunday right before I watched the football games. I fill it out. And then I, I listened again uh, on the way to work, at work, and on the way home uh, today as well. And it's still, it just, I was playing it, trying to find the the ones, but it's those four songs. Yeah, so, you know, uh, my Saturdays, you know, and that's, like, pre- Saturdays are working out is the main thing. So when there is an album, when there is somebody I really like and I respect, like a buster, I'm going to try to do what I need to do So um, to listen to it. So, you know, first thing I did was uh, I just, Put it on the morning of, it wasn't my morning cup of tea. I, I had to get something that get me excited and going. That wasn't, this wasn't the album. This is something I knew I had to sink my teeth in and listen to a little bit to at least give my, a real, give it a real shot because in the morning time, I'm, I'm, I would have to listen to it over one, two times to be like, okay, I like these songs or listen to it in a different setting. So the reason why I asked you why you listen to it, what setting is because I'm, I'm driving around. I had to drive my kid around multiple times to different events this weekend. So I got to listen to the full album like yeah. almost twice and, you know, going on a run, got to listen to it again. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, this 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 album's good. Okay. This, yeah, I'm like, this album's good. Um, just off of the, the beat selection. Yes, it doesn't have the hype. Um, stuff like you said, but it has the the production and the flows and the things that he's talking about were really dope. And case in point, I like Slope for with Old Dirty Bassett. That that shit was yeah. it was 
good to hear um, ODB, in my opinion. Uh, and he's on slow flow, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Don't go with Q-Tip, both dope ass bars. Yep, I, I like, like Q-Tip's um, verse on there a lot. The one you mentioned with Rick Ross, I won't go into that. That one was dope. I like how Buster kind of flipped it at the end and how he was talking about giving the mic back to his mom for safekeeping. I was like, and then I watched the video and then it was like, like I don't know, it's something about ending a verse and putting it on a platter that I thought was dope. Um, look over your shoulder with K-Dot. I didn't like it as it's on its own, but where it was in the album, scheming-wise, I was like, all right, cool. I think they could have done a better pairing, but I do like the song and what they were saying in it. But the standout track to me, and of course, these these things are always because of how personal these things touch on as best I can with Rhapsody. When uh, Rhapsody was pretty much saying what every male that has a woman that he has had children with out of wedlock or married and you're no longer together and they're giving you a whole lot of issues. Rhapsody said everything that you would want to hear, especially if you were trying to be a good father. You don't want to be about the bullshit. You just wanted to see your kid, spend time with your kid, but you know, you get denied time with your kid, you still send money for Christmas. Yeah. You still send money for school supplies. You still and send stuff on top of what you pay for, for child money, support. Even after you done paid yeah. that and you barely making it Right, five. you do whatever you got to do. Last minute visits. Oh, you can come get him or her at the last minute. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg to get them, but you go ahead and do it so your kid can be a part of your family because believe it or not, at the end of the day, your kid ain't going to remember none of that shit that you're going through. They're just going to remember that you wasn't there as a the father. So she hit on so many key yeah. notes. And this is the second time that Rhapsody, I ain't saying she out rapping Buster or nothing like that. I'm just saying this is the second verse where she hit close to home. Last one was on Reason's album where it's like, damn, like her next album is going to be phenomenal. Hope man. so, hope so. It's going to be phenomenal because she's, she's rapping. She's got the, the content and the bars now. Like, she's able to make a song, so I think that was a dope song. So those were my five takeaways. I had the other ones that I like. I like to hear him and Mariah for nostalgia purposes. Um, that was one that I know that people are going to like from my city. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that listened to Buster for all these years. People going to like that that's from up north. I, I just know it. Like, I know it's going to be an easy radio single, and you need those, right? Uh, I like the one with Anderson Pot a lot. Mm. I saw him and, um, him and, uh, what's on, they was on Jimmy Fallon. And, uh, you know, it was just like him and Spliff, man, performing it. I think that was what it was. Like, sometimes it's when you hear it yeah. and how you hear it that makes you be like, oh, okay. Like, Let like, me get this a shot. We, we talked about that the way. Like, the, like in COVID times, how you need to introduce this stuff. Maybe he should have put it on the concert. Maybe maybe that would have been perfect. And that's but, that's but where I caught leave, some of these songs. up to the hype, man, it's just yeah. like I said. Like, when you tell me this is going to be your best, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't consider it your best. It kind of... Excuse my 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 ex-ex, like excuse my expectation expectations yeah. a little bit little bit in there, but I'm glad that you like it. Hypocrite, uh, uh, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> nah, I'm just calling you out. Right you now. the hypocrite? No, you the hypocrite. you the hypocrite. I just didn't. Oh, now since you're calling me out, I didn't want to bring it. I was gonna let you leave out the Buster segment without calling you out. You said this was too much rap. This is rapidly rap. What type of bull? How could you say that? <laughs> When only the we have only the classics music series, uh, dope beats, dope bars. What more do y'all want? We was just talking about the little brother. We was bringing up Drake the last week. You said, you know what? 
I want more of the rapping Drake than the sing songy Drake. <laughs> but you get a Busta Rhymes that's rapping his ass off on this album, and you say it's too much rap. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I'm bringing it up. Well, I'm gonna bring it up definitely about you and all this nation of Islam that he had up in this album. There, that was your drawbacks for anything J Electronica put on. Oh, he has too much nation of Islam stuff now. I'm not cool no, with it. No, I'm not feeling no, it. No. Uh, and now you get it all up in here along with Farrakhan talking I on the album. I can understand what Buster was. Buster gave it to me in a dose that I can understand. He got songs Jay on there called did not. Master Farad Muhammad. But that ain't that ain't a whole lot of any of that. Uh, that's he had Farrakhan on the, yeah. on the track, and Farrakhan was speaking plain English in his speech. It wasn't no coded language like Jay Electronica was doing. You know damn well it's a difference. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of God body, God body language, knowledge yourself, and all that stuff. And it's like that's what Buster come from. But this was heavy on it, and it's because of the times that we're in. So I understood it. I understand with the J Elect. I've walked back my J Elect okay, thing on okay, the one he okay. dropped with Jay Z. It's still not gonna be in my top albums of the year. You can put it in yours, <laughs> but it ain't gonna be in mine because I feel like he used the cheat code, which was Jay Z. You know, it's like that was his little mini watch the throne, and now you know. So nah. yeah, this is this is my initial. This is our initial album review. Maybe in a little bit later on in the year, a couple. You ain't coming lessons. back. You ain't coming back. It, it, may, it may float no, up don't, somewhere. Don't soften up the blow, man. Just say up. you ain't gonna listen no but, more. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, my initial album review, like, hey, it's so much. It's 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 a lot of other good albums that came out this year that I throw you on before I throw you on this one. Gotta respect it, man. Gotta respect it, gotta respect it, man. Uh, do we want to do this common? Do we want to give common a little bit more time? I want to get a common a little bit more time. It was only like seven tracks. I listened twice, uh, but still dissecting it. Same here, same here. I, I listened to it once, and um, yeah, that's that's it. I, that's all I have. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll come back and revisit this uh, coming. Hopefully, like when we have these down weeks, like we had uh, the last week when there wasn't much coming out, we'll, we'll find a way. Yeah, to I want to. I want to give it its proper due. I got some songs that I like and stuff like that, but I just in in light of the times, man. I just both of these out back to back. I just I can't do it. So <laughs> now, when I got done with this uh, Buster Rhymes album, I was like, man. Well, ain't really much else out here that's really going on. And we had last week, I had kind of down week. I started dabbling in my other genres and, uh, you know, went, went across my country. I was catching up on my country over here. Uh, a lot of people, yeah, why you listen to country? Well, all these artists, they listen to multitude of things. So I don't like being back in the corner where you say I can't listen to something. If it sounds good, it sounds good. Uh, and, and And definitely... Where I'm going with this country thing is, uh, you know, a lot of the country and hip hop kind of meshed a lot. Uh, I think you had Nelly originally with the over and over again. Speaking of Nelly, Nelly's got about four or five songs out there this year teaming up with country artists. I don't know if you noticed all this, right? Uh, I think he had one with Kane Brown. He got one with uh, Florida, Florida Georgia Line. A bunch of country artists, like I'm saying. Uh, and then he had another one with 
Who was it with? Uh, da, da, da. I, I'm, but he got three songs out there. That's that's pretty good songs. That's like he he the final ignition. They he they're calling for Nelly every time just because of that old hit that he had. That that's constantly and he can mm-hmm. and he don't mind dwelling out of that, yep. right? And then speaking of Kane Brown, Kane Brown has been like hitting up a lot of these hip hop artists. He got one. Uh, he dropped one called Mixtape Volume One EP. That has like Sway Lee, Khaled, uh, a lot of these singing and hip hop like mixture where you're gonna be like, it got a nice beat, nice rhymes, and it's like stuff in, in it. So it's an easy like mixture of it. And this has just like slowly, slowly been making its own little niche and within the country scene where. Some of you, even the bigger artists now, are more of that hip hop singy with their country singing on there. So um, you had Lil Nas X last year blowing up on the scene with the uh, Old, Town Old Town Road, and you got an artist out there now, Breland, uh, that's very similar in that tone and dropped a country album earlier this year uh, with My Truck, if you ever heard that song, but then he got a remix on it with some of the other country artists and it sounds very uh, Old Town Roadish, but still high production, like where you'll sit there, you'll be jamming with it, man. Uh, and then, what, what else we got? We got a Jimmy Allen, he got one that's a collab project, we got seven songs. He was the other one that had Nelly on it. It was a good times role. Man, all these songs right here, man, catchy, uh, like catchy, catchy tunes. And if you if you like a little bit of that hip hop, if you like over and over, I'm telling you, you will like these type of songs as well. It flows well. Most people scared to step out of their genres. Like, oh, it's hip hop and R&B. There's so much other music out there. You got to give this stuff a, a, a try too. If you're truly like music, I'm telling you, your artists are listening at these and they're mixing with it. Why? Why would you close off anything and just uh, say if it's, I can't, if it's I good? Can't. Yeah, if it's good music, I, I laughed initially when you were talking about the country thing. But like, as you can see behind us right here, you know, from time to time, I dabble in DJing and I like to do it and I enjoy it. I, I, I got well, I had an opportunity. It got canceled this week, but like, I was just like finding, trying to find different music, and you know, I'm catering to a lot of different. Um, people from different backgrounds, like just can't, you know, play hip hop and R&B all the time. And that's not all I like, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, man, shoot me the uh, names in that, a playlist or something like that. Yeah, we'll, that's what I do. Like some of the albums and then Luke Combs, he's one of the bigger ones. He dropped another album. Well, it was a deluxe. He did like a deluxe of his album last year. It's uh, what you what you see ain't always what you get is like the, he added like four or five songs on there. I got songs about, uh, with, like I said, with a little bit more of the hip hop tones, like we was talking about, uh, COVID, all this stuff, just all the stuff that's been going on too. And then you had another one, Sam Hunt, Southside. That album's real good uh, on the countryside. <laughs> we dropped these in the notes and stuff. But I was, hey, just expand your mind a little bit, man. If y'all 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 need to get out there and listen at these other journals, sometimes like it's pretty good. And especially like now that a lot of the artists are, like I said, mingling, uh, they're stepping outside of their comfort zone and teaming up with this and making some good music with these people. Yeah. It'd be a shame just not to listen at it. For so. sure, yeah. I welcome, welcome all all music all the time because, like I said, DJ DJ in different venues, and I, I need to diversify my the stuff that I just don't listen to enough. And, you know, you never know what you mean. Like, so I'm open to it. So good stuff on that, man. Um, Just kind of make this real quick. I haven't listened to none of these albums, but just wanted to briefly touch on the BT Awards and a few cats that I listened to in their cypher. And I was like, let me go check out and see if they got music. And luckily, 
the ones that uh, I thought had the best uh, verses outside of guys and gals that that rapped um, on the BT Hip Hop Awards. Um, people that you already knew. So Corday, I don't know if you watched Corday yeah, yeah, yeah. freestyle. He killed. No, that no, shit. I didn't. I haven't watched. None, I haven't seen none of the BT okay. stuff. So yeah, Corday killed. I got locked down this weekend, man. It was uh, Halloween. Wife yeah, said for I was, sure, for sure. Wife said I had to. Spend family I'm a, time. I'm a night hawk, man. So when everybody sleep, man, that's when I get my my watching in on random okay. shit. So I get it all day long. I can't pay attention to shit. But uh, but I did watch a few of these uh, BT award performances and uh, Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, DC Young Fly, the Eight Five South guys. They hosted it. It was virtual. Really dope. Really dope uh, event. Actually, it came out pretty good. Actually, I probably prefer them do it like that next year, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, people were super creative. But a uh, few of the new cats that I'm pretty sure some of you know, but I, that they just haven't quite reached my radar, it was Bobby Sessions. He has a uh, project called Revolution Chapter mm-hmm. 3, The Price of uh, Freedom. Um, also have Deontay Hitchcock with Better, a deluxe version. So that's like, more than enough to get you familiar with. I think it's like maybe 20 songs off the top of my head between the two, uh, the deluxe version. And then also um, he's from Atlanta. Bobby Sessions, I'm not sure where he's from. And then Ruben Vincent, Boy Meets World. I sent that to you. I don't yeah, know if you yeah, had a chance yeah. to I haven't had a chance start it, but yet. I think the Ruben Vincent from what I heard, yeah, that might be up up your speed called Boy Meets World. So okay. um, yeah, check them out. They, they, they impressed me with their freestyle. So from there, you did what you needed to do, in my opinion. Got my attention. So now I'm presenting these guys to you. Let me know what you think about their music. And um, I'm definitely going to follow up if these these uh, these dudes wow me enough to kind of start mentioning their music and kind of do what I got to do, to deep dive and go back in the catalog. Yeah. You know? But, yo, glad you stayed with us this long. It's a long one. It's a long one. I'm not sure what Prez is going to do, if he's going to cut it up. Or if he's just gonna give you the time hacks and we're gonna keep it pushing. Not sure. But what I what I am sure is that I think we had a good time tonight discussing what we discussing, man. And uh like we said, go out and vote. Don't care who you vote for, exercise your right and continue on the fight after the, you know, long after the vote, man. Keep keep it pushing. Yeah, whatever one you choose, like just whatever we put out there and they said it was gonna do, let's make sure we hold them to it and uh hopefully we'll we'll get some some traction going on, some movements and stuff like that, and actually making some some part of change and, you know, getting getting all rights and stuff back. But, yeah, it was good good music-wise, like I said, and probably threw y'all for a loop with the country and everything. Hey, hey, you know, we got to <laughs> switch it up, switch it up, switch yeah. it up, man. But, all right, man, DSC out. Peace. All right.